0: On this week's episode of True Story, bro, we take a look at the trade that rocked the NBA world—James Harden going to Brooklyn. The outlook on the NBA after that trade, right uh, after that trade. Then we take a look at hockey, puck dropping there. Our analysts, our analysis after the first week. Then we move over to football, talk a little bit of uh, divisional championship weekend, and uh, much more. Parlay party, game of the week, all coming up On True Story, bro. Enjoy. All right, welcome to another edition of True Story, bro. Here with Ray Dog. Big week. uh, Let's go. Big week this week in uh, in sports. We had basketball, hockey, football, everything, all the whole nine yards. So, um, obviously, want to start off with the elephant in the room. You know, it's been a few days. We've all been able to digest it. And just like how uh, the player in question of trade has been able to digest for the past, I don't know, how many months. Um, so... <laughs> James Harden. James Harden He's... going to uh, Brooklyn. Absolutely nuts. Uh, what was it, a four-team deal? Yeah, a four-team deal. Um, just looking it up right now. Um for me and then right after has has James James Harden played his first game though right when did he play
1: James Harden's played two games and he's actually like gone off
0: yeah last, so last night i believe he got
1: 34 and 10 last night i think or 34 and 9
0: that's nuts how like like how does he play so bad and is so out of shape but uh,
1: but did you see the pic of him after he got traded to the Nets how skinny he looks? Yeah,
0: now? how how is he so How does he know. get so shredded in that short amount of time? It is so nuts. Um so yeah, uh just looking at the so uh So you want me to break down Nets, the trade? Or... Nets, Rockets and Cavs are all involved in it. Also the Pacers cuz uh Oh yeah, State. but Oladipo Oladepo. Yeah, Depot and Karis Levert uh yeah. got flipped. Man, Karis Levert got uh, and then right after that Karis Levert gets a uh, what was it, a year-ending injury?
1: Yeah, uh he got a he has a mass on his liver or something, a liver or kidney.
0: Oh, that's so bad. Like you feel so bad for for the yeah. guy cuz like the way I look at it Karis Levert was like this guy that he kind of appeared out of nowhere, but everyone just all of a sudden started to have high hopes for him. And they all thought that like he could be really good with the right guys surrounding him. And now I don't know. He's almost taken a step back if you will. So, I mean, you know, I can't help but feel bad for the guy. Um, What do you think? So, so what does this mean? for the NBA, in your opinion? Like, like, is this... Um, does this impact any of the contenders? Like, does this impact a team like, I don't know, the Lakers at repeating? Or, like, what does this mean for the Bucks? Like, yes, what does exactly. this mean for different teams in your eyes?
1: Um, for me, this means the Nets are winning... They're winning the whole East division, in my opinion. And they're locked with the finals right now because... The way Durant and Harden have been playing the last two games, like, he's only played two games. But he's had 30 points in the last two games. And mm. it's just been – it's shown how much of a difference he's making. Durant – like, Durant's picked up his game from it. And it's interesting to see when Kyrie comes back um, how it how Ky- goes. But – um um the way it impact i think it impacts the league is like free agency and you'll see the trade deadlines just gonna be nuts like they're just gonna be stocking up because this makes it that you need to go get someone better if say you're the lakers to be able to beat this team now because when Kyrie comes you're gonna have three stars well if Kyrie ever comes
0: like no one yeah, even well, knows what's like- going on with him yeah he the Kyrie's just on a different planet right now um he's he's just he's waiting for the stars to be aligned properly, yeah, for him to come back and play like I don't know what's up with Kyrie um i I just love going on Instagram or Twitter or anything and seeing all the sports analysts just going in on Kyrie. It is so much fun. I love waking up in the morning and looking at Twitter and seeing Stephen A Smith ranting about how Kyrie Irving needs to retire. It is yeah. the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, but I, in my opinion, the way I look at it is that, while well, you're looking at a team like the Lakers, I I, I find this funny because out of all the teams in the West, we th- we're we looking at all the contenders in the East. All these contenders mm-hmm. are in the East. We- and And the only team that I look at, on, on, in the West and see as a threat is the Lakers and so
1: I, really I mean li- for, I
0: really, sorry to really
1: cut you off but I really like Phoenix too in the West I really like Phoenix
0: yeah I, I think they can I think they can come up and, and sneak I think they could sneak up on you and, and uh, yeah and, and and just rip your heart out but the way I look at like looking at Boston, uh i i just pretty much backing up what you say i think in every other sport um you can't win on talent no i mean we see that in hockey we see that in football it's always the hardest working team it's always the team who wants it the more the most sometimes the most talented teams win but the most talent like just my point is is not every team that's stacked with talent has the most heart exactly. some of them are But not all of them are. And so, just for Milwaukee, I don't even see Milwaukee as a a threat to make the finals anymore. Because if you ask me, I think they just have Giannis and that's it. They have no one around him um, to help him out. Uh, Other than uh, maybe, uh, what's his name there? Drew Bledsoe, draining uh, a couple, three. (laughs) Eric Bledsoe. I, I'm just playing around, but um, isn't there like I three mean... blood cells in the league though? I have oh. no idea how many blood cells are in the league. <laughs> just all I just um, my point is though is that like the it's hard to make the the only argument that I can make against the Nets is their oh, dysfunctionality. Is joking,
1: no, but they have um, that, I thought you were talking about it at first. I thought you meant the the guy that they got from the Pelicans there, who had, there's, like four,
0: yeah. there's like four
1: brothers in the, the league or some shit.
0: Yeah, I just like I was joking about that that uh name confusion that was made in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. But just my point is is that there's so much dysfunction in like within the Nets, because you got three guys now that all want the ball really badly. You got Kyrie Irving is going to hog the ball. You're you got Kevin Durant, who's going to hog the ball. And now you have um, James Harden. That is. I don't know. It it could be a recipe for destruction, but it could also be um, probably the best move that the Nets could have ever made. The Nets have no first round picks, though. Yeah, I'm just going to point that out. They 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 gave away all their first round picks and it's going to suck because and a few years from now, the Nets are going to be a middle-of-the-pack team, and they're going to have a late-season meltdown. And I'm not saying this year. I'm saying in, like, the next couple of years. They're going to have a late-season meltdown, and they're going to be at the the bottom of... Or, not the bottom of the league, but they're going to miss the playoffs, and they're somehow going to have a really good pick in the lottery, and they're going to be like, oh, nice, but it's... Houston has it or like yeah, some good. other team has it like it's just I don't know if you're making a trade with the Nets it's almost like you're automatically getting a first round pick but you're also giving up a pretty good player um yeah. and I mean I I can't see like it like if you ask me the only thing that's holding back Brooklyn is their dysfunctionality in their lineup they're they're uh nine and six right now but I mean for Boston I like, you barely hear about Kemba Walker anymore, um, yeah. like, if, if Boston wants to beat Brooklyn, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pick up the pace and be as intense as possible, because I feel like the only way you can kill this team, this Brooklyn team, is if you just play intense and, and gritty basketball, which Boston yeah. kinda does, since you got Jason Tatum, you got, uh, you got uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Like, that's a pretty tough, you know, that's a pretty tough group to go up against. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, everyone used to say that um, the West was one of the hardest division uh, conferences to come out of because you had teams like Houston and Golden State. And uh, and all those good tough teams to beat uh, San Antonio, uh, Portland yeah. with uh, Dame just shooting it from outside the building, all that and, and OKC whenever Russ was still there, just all that crazy stuff. And now uh, yeah. the East, the division of death. But it really is now. But I will say this. I- Sorry. Because I was going to say, like, you got the Bucks, you got the Nets
1: now, you got uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you got Boston. I wouldn't count out the Raptors yet. Like, the Raptors had a, a, tar- a like start, but uh, I wouldn't count them out yet,
0: they, that's for sure. They can't hang on to a lead. They can't I hang know, on to I'm, a lead. It's
1: so I bad.
0: <laughs> I know, but as a fan, I still want to
1: have hope, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone does, but I, just looking at it from a realist's perspective, um the raps are five and eight. And yeah. they're they're just underachieving big time. And I expected yeah. them to miss out on the playoffs. I, I did not see them making the playoffs. But the fact that um the the, the fact that they took the fact that they their roster took a hit so that they could load up on a superstar, and the superstar that they had in their eyes of acquiring, which was Giannis, um, went and signed with Milwaukee. That's got to be a dagger to the heart. Yeah, that's got to be a dagger to the heart. My team, the team that I'm cheering for this season, is the Knicks.
1: Yeah, they're doing well. Like um, R.J. Barron is becoming a young star, and he's. What do you get? Twenty four last night. He's either doing like twenty two this year or something.
0: Yeah, they beat Boston by uh, a whole. Lot yeah, they of killed points. Boston a
1: whole lot of points. I think it was forty. I think it was forty points. I think it was like one hundred
0: four, like 75 for the Knicks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just looking at these stats right for now. Um. RJ Barrett. Right now, he is. Um, his he's just doing great. Uh, His three-point percentage, he's shooting uh, 21.5% from three. Eh, It could be better, but that's not very great. But um, his efficient field goal percentage, he's shooting uh, 42% in efficient shots. You know, looking at his percentages, these aren't very good shooting numbers, but somehow R.J. Barrett is managing to get the job done. You know, I mean, yeah. Like I'm looking at this kid's numbers, and it's like, ooh, that's not great. That's not great either. But he's somehow just managing to help be, um, he he's managing to be a relu- uh, a reliable player and someone that the Knicks can can look can look at for, um, you know, consistent scoring. Uh, you know, yeah. like he's at, he's at 17 points per game, but Julius Randall, what a beast he's been. Um, efficient shooting per uh, efficient field goal percentage is 52.8. He is, uh, he has 22.8 points per game right now. He is at, 11 total rebounds per game. He's shooting uh 52.6% 2 point field goal percentage. Total field goal percentage is 48.4, which is it's all right. It's all right. The, the the Knicks my point is is that the Knicks are that they're they're just doing really well right now. They they're um they're winning games effectively. They have a nice offensive rating. Obviously, they're winning at a uh, Obviously, they're winning defensively. They're they're not going to be a team that that wows you offensively and that just like takes over a game. I honestly think that um, that win against the the Celtics was kind of like kind of like a fluky fluky win. What did this
1: did the Celtics have all their players though? Cause I know the Celtics at one time had a couple guys
0: out with COVID. Yeah. I'm not sure about that one, uh, but just, I will say. Yeah. So, uh, Tatum didn't play. Yeah. It, it's just so weird the way that the next season is, has worked out because it's like they either, they're either going to smack you and win by a huge margin or they're going to lose by a huge margin. Like, yeah, I've seen that. It, yeah. It's just so odd and I can't, you know, like, I want to say they're a good team, but prizing us right now. The fact that they have a winning record, it's, but I mean, the thing is, is that teams like this, where it's like one, like, where it's like one game where they're going nuts and, and they're popping off, and then the next game, teams like that, they tend to kind of, they tend to pick whether or not they want to, um, elevate themselves and be winning consistently or whether they're just gonna start shitting the bed and until that bed shitting happens i'm gonna be here cheering for the knicks um and just you know wishing the best for them because they deserve it they deserve it more than anyone
1: it's like the Browns, like this year, they they finally made the playoffs. And that was, that was a great story, like, you know, after 25 years. And hopefully the Knicks are able to get in the playoffs again and uh, go on a run. Ex- their fans have been waiting for it for a while.
0: Exactly. They have been waiting for it. They, um, Spike Lee has been sitting outside of, Spike Lee has been sitting courtside decked out in, Knicks gear for far too long and yeah. he deserves nothing more than to see the Knicks um competing. Then you know, it's uh I wouldn't say competing, they're seven and eight. So I, I think he, he doesn't want anything more than the Knicks doing well. Um exactly. anything else that surprised you in the NBA season?
1: I just want to talk about Steph Curry for a minute. He's coming back, and he's uh, he's been great yeah. the first half of this season, like the, to the start of the season. Like, he's done really well. He had that 63-point uh, game, and then last night he hit the big shot uh, over, um, I think it was Paul George? No, who did it last
0: night? Sorry. Pandemic that. P. That's another thing. Yeah, he hit that thing. shot the other night to win the game, did he not? I'm not sure. I, I've... I've been trying to keep up with basketball. It's just tough. There's so much going on at the same time. They played the Lakers last night and he hit the shot over AD. Yeah, that's what he did. But he did over AD. Okay. That's even, that's even more impressive. Like if you hit a shot over pandemic P it's like,
1: eh, eh. well, he did, he did too, but that was like last Friday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's just, he's just shooting over everyone that like, that's when you can tell that nature is healing. The fact that, um, Steph Curry is just shooting from virtually any place in the building and that, um, you know, James Harden has lost weight and, you know, LeBron is still doing his little dances on his Instagram stories while he's working out just nature's healing. Everything is good in the world and, um, life is life is good. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, moving on. Now, do you want to do football or do you want to talk hockey?
1: Oh, we can talk hockey because I think football is probably the most important right now to talk. We'll talk about, like, it's the biggest stuff going on because the Super Bowl is coming up and uh, next week's the Divisional round,
0: so. Saving the best for last, eh? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Week has gone by in the NHL everyone's played what the most anyone has played is four games right now yeah. and the sens are one and one that is insane oh. that that just surprised, surprised and and also the dallas stars haven't even played a game yet <laughs> so oh yeah that's that's also a, a a sad thing but um what are some of your highlights from uh, what, are, what are some of the things that, that you um, have been impressed with or disappointed with so far in the NHL season?
1: I really liked Ottawa in that first game against Toronto.
0: I liked them in both even games. Even in that
1: second game.
0: I liked them in both yeah, games.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, even in that second game. Yeah, they played great. Like They're not a skillful team, but they they have a lot of veteran guys and they have a lot of heart and... Uh... It was great to see them get a
0: win against Toronto. Yeah, well, in a league like Toronto, man, you got to win with heart. You got to win or in a league yeah. like Toronto. In a league like the NHL, man, you got to win. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find a way. You you can't just, um, you know, play around with the puck and and just expect for for good things to come around and and happen to you. You have to go out there and get it and. I, I think that Ottawa is one of those teams that want to go out there and get it. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're, they're, that's, that's the way I look at it. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They went and saw that everyone predicted them to be dead last. They all thought that they were just going to get rolled over by everyone. And they went up and they put up a fight against the Leafs. They, they, beat, them by, they beat them by two goals. Um, and everyone on Toronto's bench lost their temper and they all thought that the, the world was caving in on them. Um, Freddie hasn't yeah. been great, though. Um, and, you know, in the second game, Toronto played much better. I just think that uh, I, I really like the fight that I see from Ottawa. Um, looking, yeah. looking further down this North division, Vancouver is um, tied with Edmonton for dead last, that in the North that is is that surprising to you is that something that that you saw coming because i definitely didn't see that coming i i had vancouver
1: edmonton really surprises me i edmonton really surprised
0: me there but i had vancouver being second just because they're they're pretty they're pretty complete team i just think a lot of people um underrate that
1: yeah it's no i thought they were gonna be higher too and um Obviously, what surprised me, I think, is Montreal and Calgary, how well uh, they've come out and played. Yeah. Like they they both haven't lost yet in regulation. Yeah. Like, uh, Markstrom's stolen some games from Calgary there. Like, he's been big, and he's uh, had some great saves, and obviously Montreal, too. Montreal's been good. Um, like, Josh Anderson's actually looking like he might be worth the $5 million that they're paying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, well, well, the thing is that the Josh Anderson, uh, or not Josh, both Montreal, both Montreal and Calgary, the potential's there. Like, for me, yeah, exactly. with the Flames, I thought that they they can be the top one of the top teams in the North, but they have to get their shit figured out. They have to get their ducks in a row. And Johnny, Johnny Hockey had to figure out where his head's at. And so did Sean Monaghan. Mm-hmm. And it seems like all that is coming together. Plus, Jacob Markstrom has been fantastic. Um... What a great free agent signing he's been. I know it's just, I know we're just three games in right now, but uh, looking at uh, Jake Markstrom so far, guy has a, um, excuse me, so far uh, looking at goaltending, Jake Markstrom has a 935 save percentage and a 199 goals against average uh, and a um, 66 percent quality start percentage that is that's pretty good for three i know we're three games in but still like you know that those yep. three games that's gonna give you some hope that's gonna make you feel really good about yourself yeah. uh, uh going into that going into that game and and i and did they not get the win did they get the win against uh the canucks last night yeah they did i believe yeah they did, they did. uh I they did. five to two so that's Yep, man. Van Vancouver looks for, or not Vancouver. Uh, sorry. Uh, Calgary. They look they Calgary. look really good yeah. right now. They they look yeah. fantastic. Um, and then you know move, like like that's just I I think that's the thing for you can make that case for any team in the north though. Like I I could look at this north division and say, well, this like Toronto can be first just. Um they have to play a full sixty minutes every game, which is what happened in yeah. the first in that first game of the weekend series against Ottawa. Toronto didn't play yeah, Toronto played a great first period. They had they were rope-doping yep. Ottawa, and then they kind of just they were intense for half of the second period, but then Ottawa was like, Okay, hey, well we have to come out and attack because they're catching us sleeping. And then, whenever Ottawa came yeah. out and they put their best foot forward in that second period, Toronto was like, "Oh God, they're putting pressure on us now. What do we do?" And then it's, Toronto just folded. So you know, in Calgary, I, I think they could win. They just need to get uh, their stars their 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 stars to figure their shit out. Montreal, they need to win. They they can take the north. Just they have to, you know, um, just they have the defense to do it. Just this young core offense needs to mature and needs to realize, okay, this is our time to shine now. You know, we have to, we have to go out and take this opportunity. They, they, they they can't play. Basically my point is they can't play like little kids anymore. They have to play like adults. And then with Ottawa, um, I mean the only way they could really win the north is if they just if I don't know <laughs> if Tim Stutzler goes and scores a hundred points um and then for yeah. Winnipeg, like i i've been I've been slandering Winnipeg a lot, but i I, I can't see how they could win the division honestly but but Edmonton and Vancouver, it. you can make a case for that just you know this is such a tight division, the fact that everyone. In this division, already has one win.
1: Yeah, but like I was listening as Tim and said the other night, and even they were saying like, if this division continues like this, this could be a close race right until. Well, the I saw this. Like there could be a there could be a one or two point swing to decide who makes the play. Well,
0: exactly because every single team is in win mode. Like that's whenever I first yeah. heard the layout of this division, I always kind of like, you know moistened my pants a little bit because I just got super excited because I was like well geez Toronto is trying to get a cup, Calgary is still in playoff mode Montreal is suiting up to be a playoff team, Ottawa is somehow thinking hey maybe we can sneak into the playoffs a little bit and went out and just Pierre Dorian went on a spending spree once he found out how much cap space they had Winnipeg they're like, their window's closing, but I think they got, like, one, they they got a little bit of gas left. In, they got one, one new year a no? year. Yeah, they they got one some year. gas left in the tank. Edmonton, they need to figure yeah. their shit out. You want to talk about teams that need to figure their shit out? Edmonton's one of them, because, I mean, it's a fucking goaltending. It is. Killing, it is the goaltending. And them. then, you, you know what the weird thing is? You go talk to an Edmonton fan and they're like, no, our goaltending's fine. Like, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 <sighs> like. Who do they have? Koskinen and like. Yeah. Smith? Still, that's still their goaltending stand-up. And they had a perfect opportunity at going out and getting Brayden Holtby. They could, they could have gone out and gotten Jacob Markstrom. Markstrom. The, exactly. Like.
1: Yeah. They could have done what Ottawa did and traded for Matt Murray, but no.
0: There was so the there were so many good goaltenders in the market they could have yeah. they like and and they stick with Koskinen it's it did they not watch what happened in the play in round both smith and koskinen were bad you talk to Oilers fan and yeah. say i i still argue to this day if it wasn't for miko koskinen the edmonton oilers wouldn't have lost to the blackhawks in in exactly and even as a blackhawks fan like, i know that because exactly like, like Koskinen was just that bad, and I know yeah. I've been slandering Koskinen for a while, and um, he just doesn't appeal to me. But I just, I don't know. I I think he's a great backup goalie. Is he a good starter? No, he's not. And um, oh. just they have such a good team because for a while it was always, oh the 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 Oilers are a great team. It's just it's just their. Uh, it's just their defense. It's just this. It's just that. It's literally the. It's it's literally just goaltending, because they have a great defensive core. I I love um, I love Adam Larson. I think he's a great player. He's instr. Everyone cheeses yeah. that trade, but he's instrumental. Without Adam Larson. Edmonton doesn't have a functioning defense. Plus you got Tyson Berry. Ethan Bear helps out a little bit. Although he was uh scratched in one of those games. Darnell Nurse, probably Edmonton's best Austin best Klefbaum. defenseman. Oscar Clefbaum, he's hurt. He's out for a little bit. Uh yeah, he's out oh, he's out it? for the I, did. season. I didn't know that. Um yeah, oh, he's, know that. he's out with a shoulder injury. So, you know, that's kinda tough, but okay. still just you know, um, I just, I can't, I I, I can't fathom how Edmonton isn't doing this well because this is Edmonton's year to go out and kill it. And also, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Maybe they're not doing as well with the puck on their stick. Their, their possession stats aren't very good. Um, they have a below average Corsi rating and uh, they have a actual goal differential of minus three. So, it, yeah. you know, it's just so loud and they're, they have a low percentage of high danger chances uh, for, you know, it, it just kind of, I, I, in a year where everything should come together for the Oilers, things aren't, and it's concerning me. I know, exactly. like I, I know, I keep saying we're early in the season. We're early in the season. I think the Oilers need to go and kick the shit out of a team because they lost big time to the Habs twice. Uh, did they not?
1: Yeah, I believe it's five one and five
0: nothing, like four nothing. Yeah, five. So, so okay. I mean. Yeah. They need guys like Pooley-Arvey, they need guys like Cassian, they need guys Nugent Hopkins. Well Nugent Hopkins has been pretty good too uh three points in those yeah. four games but you know and and Yamamoto has been good. They but on this roster, they need everyone on this team whose names aren't Connor McDavid, Leon Saddle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins to Go out and perform. Like this season, I don't care. Like, make these first four games a write off and then just go out and try to shred because those three guys can't do it on their own. Like this is a deep team. They gotta yeah. go out and prove it. I mean, like, and I'm looking at guys like Puliyarvi. I'm looking at guys like Kyle Turris. I'm looking at guys like Ethan Bear to provide some to provide a boost. I'm looking at like this entire team, and I think all these guys need to play a a um, a full game every night, and it, it'll help them. I you know, because goalies can't make miracles. They can help. They can steal a game no. for you, but they're not going to go and score a goal for you. But, um, no. yeah, I, I, I think goaltending is the biggest issue here. But it's also just, I'm kind of concerned. Yeah. I feel like everyone on this Oilers team is looking at everyone saying how good of a potential they have and, and how good of a season they can have. And they're kind of taking themselves lightly and they're losing games. But I also. That also—that's also me just trying to create a story in my head and saying, "Hey, maybe the problem's goaltending." Because yeah. I'm like Miko Koskinen right now has a fifty, uh, has a fifty percent quality start percentage. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is, that's man, you're, you know, you're getting you're getting close to the bad side. You know, like save percentage and a save percentage of eighty nine percent, and in a league where. Not only are the players getting better, but the goalies are getting better. An eighty-nine save percentage isn't going to cut it. I'm sorry, you're not yeah. winning with you're you're not winning with an eighty with an eighty-nine save percentage.
1: Maybe we should move on to a different division, so we're not ripping on Edmonton. Yeah, maybe we should time. just take
0: keep taking it easy on yeah. on Edmonton, eh? Um, yeah, you know, looking.
1: Uh, man, Vegas is having a hurt, hot start right now, and they're looking like the team we thought they were gonna. Yeah, pick. but I
0: mean, is that a surprise though? Like, like I'm not like Vegas, like Vegas. No, it's, it's not. It's really not a surprise. I'm just saying they're having a good, yeah. good. Start you know what? Like you know like, Is you know what else tells me that nature is healing? The Kings haven't won a game. What? You know what hurts? The Hawks
1: haven't won a game, and they're the worst team in the league right now.
0: Yeah, I feel stupid. I have uh Dominic Kubelik in two fantasy leagues, and he hasn't done. If anything, yeah. he's gotten me negative points. Like that's that's impressive. That's oh. impressive. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Kane scored last night, and they fucking
1: took his goal away. So that affected. Yeah, that, me like we're all
0: hurting right now. Um, I'm I, yeah. Did you see this post from uh spit and Chicklets? It's like the one of uh like a slow mo shot on an empty net from like i don't know not too deep into l a zone but it was still an impressive shot like how long the puck stayed up and how perfectly it was spinning like you couldn't have taken a better shot and it was going towards an empty net and there's like this graceful music being played, and just as the puck comes down, it like it hit the post at the exact same time as it landed. <laughs> so, it, like you thought it was going in the whole time, and just as it hits the post, all you hear is like biz going sunk, and it's like
1: <laughs>
0: like they got sunk. They like they really did. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and um man, uh you want to talk about guys that are having good good years. I I the the lightning are having the lightning are popping off. Um you know the devils haven't lost in regulation either, even though it's two games. It's it's really early to start calling yeah. things. I like I was ripping off I was ripping the oilers for a while it's really early to start ripping on the, on the Oilers or the Penguins for being one and two, but just, you know, I just think that in a really, in a short season, you have to get your poop in a group. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, so, Anyways, that that's just uh, my rant on it. Victor Olofsson, three points in three games. I think he's going to be the most underrated player in the league this year. If if yeah,
1: Buffalo, I think
0: going to be a yeah, I think too. they could shock a lot of people. They have that potential, right? Hall and Eichel both have six yeah, points right now. They they do. Um, Buffalo's yeah. one and two, but then again, yeah, you know nothing like I wouldn't panic. I'm looking at the East and it's it's a division of death right now. No. Like people talk about how deep the north is. Yeah. No one's talking about the east cuz you got you got the Capitals, you got the Islanders, you got the Flyers. So all three teams are playoff contenders. Um one of them, like yeah. two of them are um, cup contenders and the Islanders and the Flyers. The Islanders don't have a flashy. Out of all the Cup contending teams, the Islanders don't have a flashy roster, but they're they're like they have a great coach and all their players love playing for the Islanders, and that's a deadly combo. Yeah. And then the Flyers, the Devils. That's eh. exactly. And then you got the Bruins. I know it's not the Bruins. It's the Bruins, but. You know Boston still yeah. has you. You still have to deal with Jake DeBrusque and Patrice Bergeron and and uh, Brad Marchand and uh, and Charlie McAvoy and Tuka Rask. You still got to deal with those guys every night. You got a young New York team that's on the rise. You got Buffalo that has a deadly yep. three-headed monster of Hall, Olafson, and uh, Eichel, and then you got a defense that uh, houses Rasmus Ristolainen and and Rasmus and. Uh, um Darlene yep. that's deadly and then and then last but not least Darlene you got yet. the Penguins that's a tough division to make it make it out of um like I'm looking at well I don't know if you you saw or not but Ryan Whitney has no I said no I didn't see that the
1: podcast of the day on spit and chocolate he said the Div- division is murders row as they say it murders row Uh, And I think it just sucks because there is going to be two, if not three really good. Exactly. And it's the same. Like, I think
0: like the West, we can, who's going to make it, who's going to make the playoffs and same thing in the central. Like, it's kind of obvious Tampa care. Like, like my picks for the playoffs are Tampa, Carolina, um, Dallas, and Columbus. Like that's, there you go. And then in the West, it's, it's evident Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado and many and maybe maybe Arizona maybe Arizona a, it's going to come Arizona, down between maybe. Minnesota and Arizona yeah. and but maybe then maybe in maybe. the east yeah. and north it's really tough yeah. and I love it I love it um all eyes are on exactly. those uh those two those two divisions so uh moving along that's that's Really easy or really early in the season, but it's still lots of fun. Moving along, we're talking football now. Some super super divisional round now. We were at super wild card weekend. Now we're at super divisional mm-hmm. round. Um, oh,
1: it's super divisional. Okay. Well yeah, so got it's, all new it's names super before
0: everything. No no NF um Yeah. No Nickelodeon game though. So that that's the sad part about it. Yeah, that that, that uh, I kind of yeah. I it was so much fun watching the Saints crush the the Bears with slime coming out of the end zone. But um, yeah. speaking of the Saints, we had two of possibly the greatest to ever do it lace up against each other. Two yep. legends. Two I mean, legends. it would have it would have been really fun to see that game like ten years ago, but we had to see it. Whatever they were like both in their forties yeah. and, and can't make a throw for more than um fifteen yards but hey yeah he Tom, Tom can still swing at he, he, he threw some he dimes out there uh, that was uh that was pretty sweet Tampa Bay first divisional round win since 02 that's pretty sweet um
1: yeah did you see the did you see the stat about them compared to no uh the Cowboys Tom Brady compared to the Cowboys. So, since 1997, uh, I believe it was, Tom Brady has only won yeah. this division one time. Right? And he's he's won the division once. And then um, the Cowboys in the last 20 years... I know, the Cowboys suck.
0: I, like, is it time to stop calling the Cowboys America's yeah. team? No. And is it yeah. time
1: to start calling Maybe. the
0: Cowgirls? Anyways, but... Back to the Bucks and Saints. It was still a great game. Um, you know, normally games like yeah. that where it's quarterbacks throwing for short yardage. It's boring. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Tom Brady made some really nice throws. Uh, the Saints were in it the entire time. Almost bet on the Bucks. I almost took the Bucks. man. That was, I, you know. I, I was
1: I... going to, but I didn't get around to it, but. Like I said the other day during party yeah. party I said that's the team you got to pick. You never bet against playoff Tom Brady. Brady. i have always learned that, in my life you never bet against matter. Tom
0: Brady. Play playoff Brady. Especially um, playoff but Brady. it's just yeah. it's really sad to see that Drew Brees is ending it like that. Like this fact that he lost by 10 and he yeah. went out, but at the same time, would you rather see Drew Brees go out losing to um a legend like Tom Brady, or would you rather see uh Drew Brees get his ass whooped by uh Green Bay in the freezing cold? Yeah, or even like next yeah, year if he So and that would've something, right? And that would have just been so like I, I don't little... want to watch like like I don't wanna see Tim yeah. I don't wanna see uh, no. Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston play quarterback carousel. Speak yeah. of the doubles, it's Jameis exactly. Winston's franchise now. It's it's Jameis time. Um, yeah, I thought that was the best redemption move ever to have Jameis throw that trick play touchdown on his old team. Yeah, it was same bear, uh, same play the Bears played. Uh, yeah, they pretty much just stole the, the play last week. So. That's, uh, that's, funny. yeah, moving along to the next game though. We got the chiefs and the Browns. Yeah. Okay. So Browns covered cause, yeah. uh, it was at 10 and a half. And I believe, did I, did I take the Browns last week? Or did I take someone else? I believe either way. He, I was like, there's, I, I
1: don't know if he did or not.
0: I so- think he, yeah, I, I think he might've, but, uh, Got oh, that was so game. stupid. Was like with that, that touchback thing, like the guy's knee was on like was on the line in front of the end zone. Yeah. And anyways, it was yeah, that was just so And the helmet so the helmet. Dumb. And um Miles Miles Garrett played well. I think he had a good game. Um obviously like getting the sack and stuff. Yeah. People say, Oh, you lost to Chad Henney. Like, nah, like it It wasn't all chad Henny, yeah um, but we might see him next week, yeah, in the a f c championship, and fun fact exactly. uh the Chiefs will be hosting the a f c championship for their third straight season that's insane imagine that's consistency that wow. is the that's definition insane. of consistency, yeah, so uh yeah. and then. I think it'll be a big It's catch for definitely going to be really hard for them. In. If Mahomes is in, it's really easy because the Bills are terrible against the pass. They're deep. Yeah. The Bills, like, I'm looking at the Chiefs and I'm like, man, we're done. <laughs> we're done.
1: Yeah. Honestly, the only way you guys have a chance against the Chiefs, if Mahomes is playing, if he's 100% ready to go, you guys have to win yeah. a shootout. You guys have to win forty-eight forty-four. That's the type of fucking game you have to have because you guys don't have a deep, a good enough defense to stop the pass, and you guys have no yeah. run game, so you can't run out the clock. So you have to win them by. Well, a shootout that's how the of, Chiefs like, lose games. They like
0: it's harder for the Chiefs to win in a shootout than it is to to win yeah. in a um, in a really tight contested game. Um, so. You know, I exactly, but also their defense isn't the best against the run. Their, their defense isn't great. It's all offense. Nope. So I think both Patrick Mahomes, I think this is an outstanding uh, matchup, especially if Patrick Mahomes comes back because Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen yep. are going to both be throwing for 300 plus yards each. And it's going to be the most fun game ever. And we should all just soak that yep. all in. And that's
1: well. They're both gonna be really great games, and I'm gonna tell you what, because obviously Brady and Rogers are the quarterbacks that they are, and they're greats. And you know, it's another game that you could see two legends play, and it could be possibly like a final mm-hmm. time or one of the final times that they meet in the playoffs. And um, obviously, you got uh, you got Mahomes and you got Allen. They're the two. They're the two next greats. They're the two next Brady and mm-hmm. Rogers, and Brady and breeze are they're the two next guys who are going to take over this league once these guys are gone. So it's going to be, they're both great games to see. And I think you might see this a couple of times, the bills and the chiefs meet the let's hope, conference championship. Let's hope for to that. Right? For um, years to come. And
0: looking at uh, the other, yeah. then talk about the other game, the Ravens and the bills. I mean, I don't really want to spend too much time on it because it was kind of like a boring game. Like, it was it was a bit of a snooze yeah. fest. Both quarterbacks really yeah. couldn't get anything going, um, you know. So, uh, yeah. and I thought that it was going to be a shootout just because the defense is, the defense isn't that good, and Josh Allen yeah. just can like throw it to the mountains like Uncle Rico. So, um, you know, um, I, 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 you know, yeah. you have Uncle Rico throwing it over the mountains, and Lamar just. Running like he has to shit very badly uh so you know yeah you justin Tucker playing like cody park the, Parkey. the, cody the Parkey feeling like the, the the, de- the depressed <laughs> look in justin Tucker's eyes whenever he missed those that just hurt man, that hurt i was i I, I wanted to give yeah. him a hug, I really yeah. did but at the same time i didn't i wanted to shake yeah. his hand and say thank you because that really helped <laughs> um also no one talks about this guy enough if we're talking kickers yeah. but tyler bass on the bills he can what is it what, what is it with bills and just like guys oh. who can like throw or kick outside the stadium like tyler bass can probably um kick it yeah. kick a football from like one, like from the Canadian side of Niagara falls and it'll still make its way to bill stadium and it'll go over the, it'll go through the uprights. Um, yeah. and then bill's mafia was there. They're all, um, you know, they, bill's mafia got to party hard. Bill circled the wagons. It was a great night. Um, and then yeah. that interception people are calling that franchise defining. Well, did you know that I was, was the just about to say Taron Johnson from went from went f- or not Johnson Jackson yeah, went from Johnson. getting yeah. went from getting decked in the face with Jackson, a football yeah. to win us the AFC divisional game and I cannot and hey maybe that football to the face exactly. made him a better player exactly maybe he said exactly. like at that on that like, day know, in the combine what if someone what if future uh Taren jackson came up and said hey buddy listen um don't worry about that football to the face uh cuz you got to learn to you got to learn to catch those man because if you don't you're probably going to lose uh your team you're you're probably not going to help win the AFC divisional game. So, you know, it It, it turned into uh, a really good yeah. learning point for Taron Jackson. Cause you know, if he, if he was still that same kid, um, Lamar Jackson probably would just doink it off his forehead. And we would be talking about uh, what a close game. The Ravens and bills bills game was. Um, yeah. Buffalo. Yeah we're not we're not going to be playing at home anymore which makes me a little uncomfy since we're 12 and 3 in home playoff games but doesn't matter you know i get to see them play in the conference championship and that just makes me happy looking along rams and packers i mean yeah. did you see like like that i saw that coming that we we all saw that coming for a mile away uh, Yeah. They did. They kept the they kept it the in it, but while, I dude. mean John Wolford was out. Jared Goff was playing with nine fingers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I just can't I can't defend the ramp just 'cause Aaron, And Aaron Donald was out. Aaron Donald was hurt. Um well yeah, he played, but he played I hurt thought he and, played. like he was limited and uh, did you see Jalen oh, okay. Ramsey throw that temper yeah. tantrum when uh, Devonte Devonte Adams? <laughs> yeah, but that one. No, well, that I mean, in a way, was it was, was fault, because huh? I
1: saw the play and like that wasn't his fault. No, but the linebacker. But Adams. Or, but like and, Ramsey
0: was like that. Like, like he could have easily ran up to Adams and just swatted the ball out of his hands. That's And he was, like, throwing a 10 for 10, like, just... But Devontae Adams is just that good of a wide receiver. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it was honestly a good yeah. play call, too, that motion. You never see that motion. It, you never see the motion twice. Yeah,
0: no, it was... Especially uh, the same player. Sorry, go ahead. But,
1: uh... I think it was the play call on that cost the Rams some of their, their game there, just because... Yeah, was, it... it
0: uh, definitely horrible. hurts if you're uh one of the Rams three fans. You know, some if you're someone from St. Louis who's still hung on, or like, you know, some you know, uh, lower class guy just just getting by. Yeah, yeah they, but, they I mean, they're not just as the I feel like the Rams fans show. are casual. Like they'll be like, "Oh shit, Good game." Um, oh, yeah. darn it. We lost. Yeah, we lost. Oh, shoot. <sighs> shoot, 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 shoot. Um, so, just... And Aaron Rodgers. Man, that guy is a dude. He is a... Yeah, yeah. he is a dude.
1: He's on a mission.
0: And no, my MVP is MVP's Josh MVP? Allen. He's and you he MVP.
1: Is he, yours? he He broke... I know, but you can't, you can't, you can't deny what
0: the thing is. You is can't deny what. Yeah, Rogers had a great year, Rogers but I would. If there was a most improved player, I'd give it. I think Josh Allen gets it, and we can all agree on that. Oh, ex- the way like, he went from sec- being be a guy coach, honestly, who couldn't even hit coach. the bright side of a barn to someone who can, um, like just. Yeah. Throw it on a rope for 75 yards and like thread the needle. That is fantastic. The way he was able to elevate his accuracy and still be a sharpshooter, you know, gunslinger quarterback. That's fantastic. So I would, I would argue. And the way he's also able to get you with his legs, he can run the ball just as well as he could throw it. So. You know, that that kinda what makes him and the fact that he exactly. broke all of Jim Kelly's records, that makes that also um makes him my MVP candidate if I did have a vote. But that's also a little bit of bias um settling in there. So you know, Aaron Rodgers had a great year. Also the Packers are kinda boring, so I haven't really paid attention to Aaron Rodgers. They just like you know it's gonna happen every time they get the ball, you know they're gonna score, so you know, why watch? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. yeah, what a great divisional round. And uh, before we move on to uh, partying game of the week, give me your picks. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Yeah.
1: In the Super Bowl, I have oh. <laughs> the Bills
0: and the Bucks. My... I think the ball. The the but Tom Brady doesn't like the cold. He doesn't. It's uh it's not good for his old bones. It might it might he might freeze up. Um he might he might have left his hand warmers at home. You know so, um uh, that's that's some pretty solid picks right there. Uh you know I think these two games could go either way. So definitely gonna be interesting.
1: Okay, Tom, we me to rebuttal on that. Like uh, the thing you said about Brady not being able to take the, the cold in his bones anymore in the playoffs. Tom Brady is 13-2 and two in the playoffs in what is perceived as inclement weather. He's the best cold-weather quarterback of all time. This is what cow- Colin Coward said. And
0: there's another oh couple of guys God. that said
1: No, another couple guys said it. Like
0: uh, oh, my God. The, cow- the Colin Coward is like, he'll go and, and make a hot take and, and it'll be cold. But
1: just listen. Just listen to my stats, okay? Okay. 63% completions, 29 touchdowns, and he averages 260 yards per game. Um, He's also 24-4 and when the temperature is below 30 degrees, which is below zero degrees Celsius. Uh, Yes. And uh, he says, my mind doesn't slow down in the cold, but their bodies do. Also, Green Bay, record in home game playoff games since 2001 is not – great at all. They are just 6-5. and five. Two of those losses came from warm weather teams, uh, the 49ers and the Falcons. Also, in t- uh, 2015, Brady said, I know exactly what to wear. I know how many layers to wear every degree. Brady told CSNE's uh, Tom Curran on Wednesday, I'm a fucking machine. Man, I'm a fucking machine. Come on, baby. That's what he said. And then he's also had, <laughs> he's also had two of the best um, <laughs> games ever in the snow and in inclement weather. So uh, I'm a machine. He, <laughs> I know he channeled his inner Bert Kaiser. I'm the machine. Yeah,
0: dude. Like the thing is, though, is that Brady, he's from Cali and he's playing in Florida. Yeah, like. He does not want to be in the cold. He got away from the cold.
1: Yeah. Was, and he's made it But like he's even not giving going his teammates advice. York, like he just like it's it's simple to play in the cold. Like he still knows how to play in the cold. He lived in a place that has cold weather for twenty five years. Like there were so many games in New England that were like cold games. I can't argue with that though.
0: Like this is a pretty good number. Can I just add two more I'm, things? I'm... He's had two of,
1: he's had two of the best games in inclement weather of all time. So on October eighth, two thousand nine, um it was a windy and snowy day at Gillette Stadium. Brady led the Patriots to uh, to winning fifty nine nothing against the Titans. He went 29 of 34 for 380 yards and six touchdowns and did not turn the ball over despite the brutal conditions. In the 2011 divisional game, despite a game-time temperature of 24 degrees that was likely dropping quickly at the night wore on, uh, Brady threw for 343 yards and six touchdowns to lead the Patriots to their sixth AFC championship with him as the quarterback. He's also... I don't know. He's man. also, they said he's never thrown uh a pick in a playoff game that's cold. Like he's he has four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Like
0: So Brady no. said that. That
1: was uh good morning football. That was before the twenty uh, the, the the game against Mahomes where it was cold. <clears throat> the Arctic Black
0: that game. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I know. I can't argue with that. Just like the dude's like what in his forties? Forty three years been old. A long, like, he's kinda old. Forty three years old. That old bag of bones. I
1: mean he still oh, threw forty touchdowns this year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Um you know, I, I like uh I I don't know. I, I just like um I just like Aaron Do- uh, Aaron Donald uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers in this game. Like, he's just, I don't know. Like, what hasn't Aaron Rodgers done this true. year? You know what I mean? And if you look at the Packers, I just feel like this year, it's Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl and MVP exactly. to lose. I know I was on the Josh Allen train, but, like, my heart says Josh Allen's MVP, but um my head is saying that it's – it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It, it, like who else? You know what I mean. Um, so no, that's gonna be a good game. I'm looking really forward to it. Um, and I mean, valid that uh, you picked the Bucks. Uh, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go like for those reasons. Just like the possible conditions. Um, it's to be quite honest. I mean, like it's Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Like. Conditions don't mean anything. Yeah. Oh, we, we got
1: a little bit of break. <laughs> like, news here too. like, a, uh, Kyrie Irving has what? rejoined the uh, the Nets, and he, just, oh, he nice. just So he just did a uh, press conference and said uh, he just needed a par- pause. He had some personal stuff going on.
0: Yeah, right. Like his astrology. Yeah, but he he was fined right? fifty thousand like, dollars for
1: violating the NBA's health and safety. Yeah. He also lost $900,000 um, of his salary for not playing those two games. <laughs> yeah.
0: Could be worse. He could be like uh, a Vander Kane. <sighs> 24 down million? The, what is it like tw- yeah. 24 mil?
1: Suppose they bought uh he bought no. George Floyd's mother a house or something too? You're saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> really? So he's bankrupt because uh, he did a really no, nice thing. No, not thing, not Evander Kane, and, not
1: Evander Kane. Uh, I'm talking about Kyrie. He gambled.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, well, yeah, nice, nice thing to do by uh, Evander Kane, but I mean, Kyrie Irving. Do you think he cares at this point? Like,
1: do you think he cares?
0: Like, he cares. Like, whether or no. not he gets fined, or like, like I have. What, like... what is
1: the percentage of nine hundred thousand to thirty-six and a half million?
0: Like exactly. Like that's like what ten
1: dollars to us? Five dollars to us?
0: Maybe I don't know. At at this rate, like Kyrie has just like done so much shit, like I feel like he just couldn't care less. Um so yeah, no. Um lots of exciting stuff coming up, uh especially on the football. And I never gave my picks. I've kind of been yeah, beating yeah. around the bush to it. I'm going to say, I'm going to come out and say <clears throat> two things are going to happen. If Chad Henney is starting, it is yeah. the Bills and Packers. But if Patrick Mahomes is starting, Well, that, that's Chiefs what I Packers. based my decision
1: off, of too, for the Bills game. I think they will win it if, if the Chiefs don't have Mahomes. And it wasn't looking like it the other night, but uh, they're saying he might be able to go but
0: yeah they they said that he looks good that that he's uh but they also
1: originally said it was a concussion right and now they're saying it could have been it was something with his neck or something like a nerve or something that got damaged and made his leg twitch or something when he went to get up (laughs) he just he can't move his left leg well did you see see the video of him (laughs) trying to get up
0: no, I. He, he just I, like I didn't. fell.
1: He he like just looked like a sack of potato. He tried to get up and then just like right back down. And like in his eyes, like he looked like emptiness. Like just like he didn't even know where he was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, like it's gonna be interesting to see what the Chiefs do with yeah. that because they could either like like Pat could either just be putting up a front for Andy Reid and be like, "I'm good. Put me in, yeah. coach." let's let's go. I'm ready to get back on the saddle, but he could also go and and say, um, like or he might he might actually set this one out uh if it's serious enough because he is making yeah. half a billion dollars. And if I were making half a billion dollars, I'd probably preserve my body for a really long time <laughs> so I could play out that entire contract and also not not only like play out the entire contract for my benefit but also like if I were in his shoes I'd preserve myself for my team's benefit
1: i'm just looking at chad henny's stats dude just to see he's 18 and 37 as a quarterback
0: in the nfl chad henny who is this yeah chad henny anything Henney is he's possible He's also
1: what is this he he hasn't even played like playoff games really He played he played he played 8 snaps last year for Kansas City in the playoffs and that's
0: yeah. it well if Chad Henney gets the win if Chad Henney plays and he gets the win we're sipping yeah. yak there's no there's no question about it we're we're sipping on the yak and we're going to we're going to crush it um uh, anyway so do you want to move on to parlay party? What? Do you want to? Or do you want All right. So uh, you do you want to go first off.
1: I kicked it off last time. So you can go
0: ahead. All right. So I'm going to kick things off. I'm going to say that uh, right now. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to have a gander at what the spread is for uh, tonight's Jets? I believe game
1: I, I looked at it early. I thought the Sens were the favorite. Were they not by uh, what? was a 110 or something. 110 money line.
0: Uh spreads against them, but the odds are low. Or spreads against Ottawa, but the odds okay. are lower. So I'm taking right now spreads at one and a half. Ottawa's uh Ottawa's going up against the spread at one and a half, uh like plus one and a half. I'm taking and in every single game it's been two games, but I keep saying that. I keep saying we're early in the year. But in every game Ottawa's play in Ottawa's two games this year, they've covered the spread both times. I'm taking Ottawa to cover again. I think that good things come in threes and it's gonna happen again tonight in Ottawa. Uh is it it is, is it it's in Ottawa, right? It's not I Winnipeg. believe it is in Ottawa. Either way, I'm taking sends covering the spread. Plus one and a half you guys should too and my other bet uh I think I yeah it's an at it auto auto earlier auto. yeah I okay good uh, I I uh, referred to it earlier I think Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen are both gonna throw the football right out of Buffalo um they're gonna throw the football until there's no air left in that ball I think it's gonna be a shootout so uh over unders 54 and a half. I'm taking the over yeah. in that one. You guys should too. Good that picks. is a that's gonna be yeah. a great game, a yeah. great game. And my uh, third pick for Parlay Party, I'm going with OKC at uh, plus nine and a half. I'm over taking Denver, that. Yeah. I think OKC is gonna pitch. cover this over Denver. Denver's slumping yeah. right now. They're they're kind of in a, a tough spot, and I think that a this is going to last for a bit longer for denver i think that um their struggles are going to continue plus okc they're they are kind of like a pesky little team like it's almost like okc can't ever tank or purposely lose because they like i think that because okc's always hung around like every year i think that it should be uh mandatory that OKC has the sixth yep. seed in the playoffs every year. Sure. <laughs> so my uh, so spreads at plus nine and a half. Uh, spreads at minus nine and a half for Denver. I'm taking uh, OKC up against the spread plus nine and a half. And those are those three picks are for my are uh being invited to the parlay party.
1: Nice. Those are some good picks. You actually had some on the line. I'd also go with yeah. OKC in Denver. But uh, also another one i go with tonight in nba is uh new orleans over utah they're uh, plus six and a half new orleans and i'd take new orleans in that game and then moving on to nhl Otto, i also think a great so to cover the spread and uh i'd take uh, buffalo over philly tonight
0: What's uh? Are you just taking that one out? Would you take that one outright, or or, uh, cover, or would Buffalo cover?
1: Buffalo, I I'd uh I'd go Buffalo for the win. So they're I think they're
0: they're the underdog. Yeah. So
1: I'd just take them for the win.
0: Yeah, about the uh, New Orleans Utah game, like that's just one of those games where, like I, I just don't see New Orleans winning. Just because Utah is a complete team. Like you got Spida and you got. All those yeah. pieces surrounding him, but just that's a game that I could see it being close. So no, that that's legit that um, that New Orleans yeah. would cover. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, no. And you know what sick. the
1: uh, the over under for the uh, the uh, Bucks game? Because I can't find it right now.
0: Bucks, yeah, at Packers. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, over under is 15 and a half. Wow. Yeah, so two potential yeah. high-scoring affairs. And I, I think uh, I take the over in that game top. too. Yeah, like, th- this is just such a fun yeah. time in sports right now, man. Like, like this is the time of year where everyone starts betting on the underdogs. Yeah. Everyone starts taking the over. It's just, it's uh, it's beautiful. It's it's uh fun. I, it's high octane I think action. it's a great
1: time right now too to throw money on the Bills,
0: because if if Mahomes
1: is out, the I I've heard that the odds might even swing like 10, 10 points, so it might be a seven point favorite for the Bills.
0: I wouldn't take. I I would I would be more nervous if the Bills were seven point favorites. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying if Mahomes is out, it could swing that way. So.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah, just, like, there's a lot...
1: Try to get your odds locked in. Because, like, once you bet, they can't change them, so...
0: Yeah, exactly. So, look, just, I I would be more nervous if the Bills were seven-point favorites because there were a lot of games where they should have won that one, like, by a landslide, and it came right down to the wire. Like, I I, I watched that game against Indy in the wildcard. That was a winnable. Like, that shouldn't have been... 24 27 to 24 that was a really that the defense kind of like uh kind of dropped the ball on that one but anyways uh no i i kind of i'm feeling good about buffalo but i don't want to get my hopes up in case patrick Mahomes, uh rips rips my heart out and dangles it in front of my face so uh i'm just gonna you know be modest for now and uh You know, just hope for the best. So, yeah. you want to do a game of the week? Sure. Uh, I'll let you start it off. All right. Sure. Uh, My game of the week, uh, obviously, it's playoff time. Not a lot of football left. Might be the elephant in the room. It's been the game that we've been talking about the most. Buffalo, Kansas City. Like I've said it a million times now. Allen versus Mahomes. What better matchup? that could have been allen allen and Diggs versus mahomes and tyreek hill that is a fantastic quarterback wide receiver duo matchup like i if like i hope that both josh allen if if patrick mahomes is playing if it's like it would actually be an even better matchup if chad Henney and if chad Henney was throwing the ball to yeah. tyreek hill because everyone's like, "Oh my god, where does this dude come out come from?" Like they just pulled like the perfect backup quarterback yeah. out of uh their yeah. ass. But <laughs> but uh yeah, so if Mahomes is healthy, we don't know. I mean, if the way you described it sound like Mahomes got shot. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I I'm going to be doubtful with Mahomes, but if he is not I mean, what a great matchup that'll be having it uh having it be Mahomes and Diggs versus Allen and yep. Hill. That is a great matchup.
1: Yep, for sure. Moving on to my game of the week. I gotta go I gotta yeah. go Green Bay and Bucks. It's like I it's
0: like I yeah. So it's like I
1: said last weekend. It's another it's another like I said Breeze and Brady historic game. It was. It honestly was. It lived up to the hype. It was close until the end. Mm-hmm. Like there was only a ten point game in the fourth quarter and uh, it lived up to it. I think it's gonna be another great game.
0: Yeah, like the score in that game f- felt like um if you if you look at the scoreboard you think, "Oh, well, you know, Bucks ran away with that one." No, it was close yeah. for a really long time and the and the Saints had a lead for at some point yeah. in the game. They did. So that was, that was a really good game. I, I agree. We're staying with yep. football for the, for the games of the week. I also want
1: to add, though, but... tonight's game is going to be good because we get another OV and Crosby matchup tonight.
0: Yeah, that's a good one And as I'm just well. saying, if, I'm, if we didn't have, have football on right one.
1: now, that would be my game of the week. If we didn't have football right yep.
0: now. So yep, that's another fun too. one. If I... you
1: guys want to check that out, that would be great. Great game to watch tonight. Yeah. I don't think you want to miss that one either. And there's two great games of football. It was almost hard to choose one, but Hopefully Mahomes does play because then we'll have two great games this weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be um, – I'm definitely going to be uh, sitting in front of my TV yeah. having a nice ice-cold beer on Sunday yeah. uh, watching uh, Mahomes and Allen and then uh, Brady and Rodgers. That is going to be yeah. a fantastic. So Brady game. and Rodgers,
1: they play at 305. Looking really forward to that.
0: And what time do the Bills play that? They play at 6? <laughs> I guess – I guess they have the primetime slot. So 3.05 is the
1: Packers and Bucks game. And 6.40 is the Bills and Chiefs game.
0: Primetime at Arrowhead. What better game than that? For real. I love that. I love and it. And there might be
1: some snow at Lambeau Field this weekend. So we get a snow game with Brady and Rogers too. So it's going to be hype. And then it should bring you into that primetime game. And
0: hopefully Mahomes
1: is in for that. And it'll make it an even better game.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I know I'm going to be hoping that Mahomes is out. Yeah. But as a football fan, like, if Mahomes is in, I'm just going to be so happy because that. Uh, say what you want, but a lot of people complain about playoffs like, all oh, this team didn't deserve to win. This team didn't, this and that. Yeah. This year, the four best teams in the NFL are in the conference finals. Yeah. Like, I can't think of any teams that are better than the four that are in the playoff that are still in the playoffs. I could maybe argue the Ravens. I don't know. I I would have liked to see the
1: Browns for the story of it, but
0: yeah, it would definitely be a heartwarming thing, especially considering like the city of Cleveland has been dying for a decent team, (laughs) not even a good team, just like a team that isn't painful to watch. And uh, it ended a bit too soon, but Still storybook year for those guys. Exactly. And uh what a great season and these next few weeks of football. Man, it is a fun way to close yeah, the NFL exactly. season.
1: And uh, what's the Super Bowl on the seventh of February, I believe, or something?
0: Seventh. Yeah. Seventh of February. Yeah. In uh in you- Tampa.
1: Uh yeah, it is in Tampa. So Tampa, if they win this weekend, they have a chance of uh I think being they get home being the first team to ever play at home, right? In the Super Bowl?
0: Oh, no. I think there's been... How... Didn't the Packers win at home? I don't know about that one. They... I think they won at home with Rodgers. I'll check it right now. Can we get... Yeah, let's get a fact check on that before uh, I take that to my gravestone. Or tombstone, sorry. But, yeah, no. If uh, I bet you Brady's going to be playing his ass off. Just so you can get that home field advantage, um, definitely going to be looking out for that one.
1: No team has ever played in um, the big game on its home field, according to ESPN stats and information. The closest any team has gotten was the 1984 San Francisco 49ers played the Super Bowl at Stanford Stadium in Palo Alto, California. Huh.
0: Well, then, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. So. Thank God for fact check. Anyways, Perfect. no, it, it'll definitely be a lot at stake. Um, and uh, it'll be a good game. It'll be two good games. Yep. So uh, lots to look out for. So, yeah. Uh, anything else, dog, before uh, we say goodbye to these lovely folks? Oh, I just wanted uh, to tell you. Uh,
1: did you hear about the, the Larkin-Zakorenski situation the other day?
0: I just thought of that one. <laughs> yes, right. I heard about that. Guy, guy got tickets for his parents because uh, they're not allowed to bring family yeah. on the road or something like that and they got into a scrap that's funny. <laughs> that's funny like they're they're definitely they definitely uh chatted after yeah. the game and um joked about that or something like that's that's almost it's almost like that was intense like it was like I'm gonna buy they used to be roommates too right? yeah like let me buy you tickets let me buy your parents tickets for you coming home but i'm gonna fight you the 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 catch is is that you You have have to fight fight me (sighs) that's our catch. it was
1: like uh isaac enright when he put that uh post on instagram i think it was uh brady mctavish i think it was
0: Mason mason mctavish
1: They both played together at PLK and uh, they got in a fight. Yeah. He said, "Did you touch my drum set?" And he posted the picture of them scrapping.
0: So, <laughs> got to love a good, got to love a good Step Brothers reference. Yeah. Everyone loves a good Step Brothers yeah. reference. Anyways, so Chase Claypool is now live on TikTok. Oh. So I'm going to I'm going to head out and I'm going to go watch that. Um, I'm going to see him. I'm going to go watch him. Uh, soil himself, yeah, because the Browns are out. Um, Browns didn't exactly uh, get clapped. No. He he said in the most he said in the most depressing tone. He's like, Browns are gonna get clapped next week. So, but like they didn't get clapped. Oh. So, anyways, whatever it is, it is what it is. I'm gonna go watch Chase. Uh, you know, do his little Dancy dancey dance. dance. And Corvette, and, uh, <laughs> The Corvette Corvette Dancey Dance. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll head out. Yeah, sounds good.
1: Everybody have a good week. And, All right. Uh,
0: yeah. See you in the next episode, I guess. Yeah, for right on. Yeah, everyone stay safe. Have a good week. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Uh, enjoy the sports that we have on this week. Lots of big games. And uh, we'll be back here next week to yeah. uh, give our thoughts on all the uh and i guess we got hockey
1: now for what next hundred and something days too in a row
0: exactly lots of lots of stick and puck to talk so enjoy
1: and have fun and we'll see you guys next week
0: right right on